score here after two at J. Tom Lawler Arena. Merrimack still leading UMass one to nothing. First period was all Warriors. They got a goal from Jordan Hayward. Second period was all UMass, but Sam Marotta stood tall with 19 saves, 18 saves in that period. As through two periods of play, shots are now in favor of UMass. 28-24, but on that first period goal by Jordan Hayward, the score is one to nothing. Warriors. I'm Mike Mackin with John Leahy and Brad Davis joining us here in the second intermission. He's the Associate Athletic Director for External Relations here at Merrimack. And Well, uh, Brad, things going well, at least inside of this rink. I know outside of the rink and the other buildings around the league, scores are not quite going the way that you guys would like it to be, but uh, uh, regardless, playoffs start next week, right? Playoffs start next week. We're, uh, you know, we're ready to get the on the road, get the fan buses going, get the students going wherever we're going. If we're home, you know, ready to make this the best home ice atmosphere we can, and it's exciting. It's the best time of the year, and uh, you know, we're really ready to get going. All right, well, let's talk about the different scenarios. Uh, it's still possible for you guys to host for Merrimack to host the playoff series. Need some help uh, getting a little bit of that tonight. Not all of it, but regardless, let's say that the Warriors do end up hosting. What happens from here? Well, if we host the series, it'll likely be Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, all television will be to be announced, likely Sunday. We'd certainly try to do something locally, so stay tuned for that. Um, tickets would go on sale the second we know we ho- we're hosting a quarterfinal series. So they'd be available online Saturday night at approximately 10 o'clock p.m. and the box office would open Sunday as well. You can get them online, you can get them in person. Uh, we strongly suggest you know you come out right away and make sure you get them while they're still available. If you remember from two years ago, you know the place was, was packed to the brim. I think we were sold out by Tuesday of that week. So make sure you get here early. We'll have a special pregame fan fest um, in Hamill Court uh, before the first game as well. And you know, you'll see all kinds of new signs and banners and different things. Uh, we've, un- we've unveiled a new logo as well for the playoffs called Join the Battle. Um, it's a big thing Coach Denny talks about all the time. So you'll know, Join the Battle 2013 Merrimack Hockey Playoffs. Whether it's home or the road, you're going to see that logo everywhere. All right, so then if it ends up being, I'm not sure a lot of those things will still be the same if the Warriors end up going on the road as they did last year. You guys had the, the uh, tremendous turnout up in Maine, the long trip away. You know, wherever, you're, wherever the team plays this year, if it is on the road, it's not going to be nearly as far. So uh, does that mean that you're going to try to do the same kind of thing this year? We certainly plan to. You know, I think the one big difference will be whether or not we can get that same crowd for all two or three games since we'll be bringing everyone back to campus um, and then going back again. So, you know, that'll be big on how the team performs as well in that first game. But we'll certainly be taking as many fan buses as we can and making tickets, uh, you know, very affordable for our students. You can get tickets here at the Merrimack box office beginning Monday should we not be at home. So as soon as we can get them from the host school, we'll have them here as well. And, you know, for anyone out there who's planning on going to those games, who's not a Merrimack student, certainly buy them from the Merrimack box office. You want to sit in the Merrimack section. And certainly in some of these arenas, you know, a lot of schools are on spring break. We don't think there'll be a big crowd there, and it's a great opportunity for Merrimack to take over those arenas, like we did last year at, at Alphon Arena. All of our students will be on campus. You know, we hope we can have three or four fan buses go, and we'll have some kind of pregame party at a sports bar nearby the campus. So, you know, stay tuned for details coming on our website early this week. Fan buses, are those only for students, or can uh, non-students take advantage of that? If anyone wants to take advantage, certainly you can do so. I would email athletics at merrimack.edu, uh, and we'll, we'll put you in contact with who you need to to get those fan buses. We certainly want to make sure we can get all of our fans to the games, uh, no matter if you're a student, faculty, staff, alum, or just a Merrimack fan who wants to be a part of it. So those would be buses that would go from campus down to the games and back on the same day. Obviously, up in Maine, you had to stay up there, but uh, that's not going to be the case this year. Correct. We'll be doing them up and back every day. Uh, we'll only... Beginning at the beginning of the week, we'll only have tickets available for all three games.
pregame, so you'll have to purchase them all if you want to be on part of the fan bus. That's not to say we won't open it up Saturday morning for additional tickets for just game two if you want to go, but at least to start, you know, we, we need to make sure that, you know, all of our fans are in for all three games to go on those buses, and, you know, we'll get them up and back. We'll make that stop at, at the pregame sports bar probably about 90 minutes before the game. Give everyone plenty of time to get fired up and, and you know, get your gold shirts as well. If you're if you're buying it through Merrimack and going on the fan bus, everyone will get a gold shirt as well with the Join the Battle theme on it, and, uh, you know, we want to make it a great atmosphere and get the place rocking no matter where we are. What are you going to do with John Perry moving on? Won't have him around to get everybody fired up this year, really? That's a big loss. That's, that's Can fun. you bring him back for it? <laughs> Don't think we didn't try. You know, not having John Perry there, he was he was terrific for our students last year. You know, Dan Curran's been great for our football team. He, he brought about 60 football players last night to the women's basketball game in Worcester. Um, we certainly hope football will get involved again and help. Um, but if not, you know, I'm sure we have some more vocal leaders here who will help as well. We have, we have a great student worker crew as well, you know, who intern us for us throughout the year. And this is their chance to really go out and be a fan and, and take over. Uh, you know, we're going to let our students who work for us go out and have fun and, and you know, show the Merrimack students what they need to do to make a difference. You mentioned TV. I know all the games were on TV up at Maine last year. Uh, you're trying to get them all on this year, whether you're home or away? We definitely like to. Uh, I would say it's not as likely as it was last year just because we are pretty local. You know, I think it'll be it's pretty easy for our fans to get there. Last year in Orono was, was a little different. So, um, you know, and as well, the, the league will have a game each night on NBC Sports Network Friday night. Nesson Saturday afternoon at 4 o'clock. And then Nesson will also do a game on Sunday. If the game they do Saturday goes to a game three, they'll be doing that series on Sunday. If not, they'll do a different series. So, you know, stay tuned for that. I, I wouldn't be shocked if Merrimack's involved in one of those, especially if we're in that 3 6 4 5 matchup, which will be you know, probably the prime matchup. And the way that it's, it looks like it's going to wind up, if Lowell's hosting, they're hosting Thursday, Friday, and, uh, well, Lowell is hosting, we know that, right? So Thursday, Friday, and then Sunday if they have a game three. Everybody else would host Friday, Saturday, Sunday, right? That's correct. Absolutely. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you know, will be the plan unless we're at Lowell. You know, looking at the scores tonight and Lowell likely losing, you know, now that scenario becomes, like, it's a little more realistic. We could play Lowell. So, you know, stay tuned. And you have no idea who we're going to play or where it's going to be at this point. Uh, you know, bottom line is hopefully we can get two points out of this game and we still have a shot to get home ice tomorrow. And women's basketball, you know, you touched on that, you mentioned them. Great run for them in the postseason. I gotta I gotta take uh, some of the heat here because uh, in the interview with Dino Keefe last week, it sounded like they had either lost or were just about to lose and I you know, jumped the gun on that one and I apologize for that. They had a huge comeback at the end of that game and, and that was a, a pretty rousing victory for them and then to, to go and even though they lost the game the other night, it, it's still really a, a jump up from last season and, and a lot to build on for the future. Yeah, it's just a tremendous the season for the women's basketball team and head coach Monique LeBlanc and her staff. You know, they only won five games last year as Monique brought in, you know, her first recruiting class, and that's obviously a tough year, you know, when your first year coach, you know, they went out, they improved by 12 wins this year. I think that's the best improvement in Division II women's basketball this season, and it's, uh, I think it's 12th actually in women's basketball history for a win improvement in Division II level. You know, the, that team, they, they never give up. They're always the hardest working team on the court. They outwork you no matter what. They definitely weren't the most talented team, and they'll be the first ones to tell you that, but they work their tails off every game. And, you know, if you watch any of the playoff games, you can see it. You know, they never say die to the end. And that, that first round game we were talking about where they came back late, once the game got to overtime, it was, it was theirs. You know, Pace had nothing left, and you know, they, their hard work took over. So, terrific season for them. You know, they, they lose three seniors, but they're a very young team, and I'm, I'm sure they're going to be right there next year. I won't make that mistake again, I'll tell you that. But, uh, Brad, thanks for coming on with us. We appreciate you giving us all the information. Folks, stay tuned tomorrow night as we'll be going over it as well. The picture will start to become a lot more clear. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it then. Again, Brad, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Mike. Brad Davis been with us, the Associate Athletic Director at Merrimack College. Score after two, Merrimack one, UMass nothing. John and I will be back right after this on ESPN New Hampshire.